Although many of us strive to be the best dad we can be, many physicians struggle with finding balance between their life at home and their life at work. This is the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast, the show where we discuss topics involving our minds, bodies, beliefs, relationships at home, and upping our game with our business practices and financial knowledge to better improve our role as dad in the lives of those around us. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, physician, husband, father to two boys, and self-proclaimed imperfect dad. Join me as I learn to raise my own imperfections within all these topics. Now, let's get to today's discussion. Hello and welcome to the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel. In this week's episode, I just want to touch on the topic of the cost of raising your kid. And this came up because of an article that showed up a few places a few weeks ago, basically talking about that cost and how it's risen and, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? So I want to talk about that, but I don't want to just talk about that. I kind of want to talk about how to look at it from the physician side of the world But before we get into that, make sure if you've not yet subscribed to the show, please do. That way, anytime new episodes come out that you are interested in, you'll be notified right away. And then you won't miss out on it as much as others might have. Also, if you have not yet left a review, please do leave a review. Those reviews let me know that I'm doing a good job on this show. And I really do appreciate knowing if you guys are getting benefit out of these episodes. And finally, if you have a friend who you think would get something out of these, please share with them. You know, find three people, share this episode with them, or one of the past episodes you listen to that they might get something more out of it because I'm always trying to help people with all kinds of areas. And today we're going to have a money talk, kind of. So the cost of children. There was a study that came out, and I think it was in the last month, it was by the Brookings Institution, and there were several articles all over news agencies. If you just look up cost to raise a child 2022, you're going to find it. Um, But they estimated that now the cost to raise a child from birth through 17 years of age, so basically through high school, is over $300,000. That's how much it's going to cost a kid to just raise them between there to high school. Now, what is that for? That would be for things like food, clothing, maybe healthcare costs in terms of insurance, um, haircuts, because the price of haircuts have gone up thanks to inflation. And they just adjusted for this, and they were looking at inflation causing this to occur. That was the big reason why they did it. But $300,000, that's a lot of money. I mean, if you think about it, they were estimating basically on average you'd be spending... $18,271 a year on your child. So I want to look at that number because first when you hear like 300,000, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like, well, sadly now that's a starter home cost. It used to be a fine middle or middle income home or even upper or middle, lower class. I don't even know the class system anymore. I feel like inflation and everything is totally thrown this off and the housing situation has thrown all this off. You used to be able to buy a good house at $300,000. We'll say that right now. How about that? But now that's not the case, obviously, with the way the houses are. But $300,000, when you think about that for a kid, it's like, that's a huge investment. But then I see that number broken down per year and it says 18,271. Still a big investment for a lot of people out there right? A lot of people are not making the same money that a physician makes. But I can't help but look at that price. And for 
most of the country that prices sticker shock, right? In terms of what they can afford. When you look at a physician, I can't help but look at that number and say, gosh, why aren't we trying to get closer to that? Because when you look at physicians and you look at other higher income professionals, we're really good at finding ways to spend money on things. And we're not at any other fault. I mean, we are just as guilty as the next person because what do we do? You know, we try to get a bigger house or a nicer car or fancier clothes or take more vacations, those kind of things, which don't contribute to the childhood thing. But we tend to do that. Well, when else do we do that? Our kids' education, the clothes our kids wear, the experiences we want our kids to have, all that costs money a lot of the times. I mean, you look at education. I mean, I look at just child care for our kids going to a preschool and also pre-K before kindergarten, everything started. I mean, to be honest, how much we were paying for that thing, we're getting close to that number already. And that's not even counting the food and the clothes and the haircuts and <laughs> the trips to Target or whatever. I mean, it's crazy how much just child care costs. But then you get into things like private schools, and that type of topic. And how much does it cost to send a kid to a private school? It could be $30,000 a year. It could be less, could be more. But just to send that one child to a private school, just in like elementary school, we're not talking about high school. We're not talking about college. We're talking about, you know, just private school, at least 30000 a year, right? You're already close to doubling what that expected number is for the general population without including anything else in there. And I have to just think about that, you know, for a moment, because again, the whole concept of these articles that come out and look at these numbers, it's, it's the sticker shock, right? It's supposed to, it's supposed to look at that and say, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money that I'm expected to save for my child. But again, in the physician world, we don't look at it that way. And we seem to be okay with spending more. Now, is that a problem? No, not always. You know, we want what's best for our children. I know fully well that my kids are going to be in public school all the time because I feel like we got a great public school system here where we live and I don't want to pay for school anymore. Once our youngest got out of pre-K and started kindergarten, I was like, thank the Lord, that's money that we get to keep every month. That's not going to pay for school. But I know other people don't have that opportunity or you maybe live in places where the public school system isn't as high up or as good and for whatever reason they say good you know i i'm not going to sit here and be able to tell you what the best educational systems are out there because everybody has their reasons for different educational systems but yeah sure there's areas in the the country that public schools may not be what fits those people and they want to go to private school i mean i have physician friends here that i've worked with who live in wonderful public school systems but they still send their kids to private school for own personal reasons hey you want to do that cool that's your choice. Sports. I mean, both our boys are now swimmers. Luckily, swimming doesn't have a lot of gear, right? You got a swimsuit and some goggles. But eventually, we have to start talking about speed suits, which I don't understand for boys. I mean, it's the swimsuit's not very big. So I can't imagine any new fabric for that small area is going to make a huge difference in their time, but maybe, I guess. Um, but paying for the lessons, paying for the teams, paying for travel, paying for all of the meets and things like that, sure, that adds up over time. 
I mean, I don't know what my parents spent on me and my sisters playing hockey growing up. I mean, I look at the pads and the skates and all that stuff. That's a lot of money. Football, same thing. Pads are expensive. Baseball, baseball bats, crazy expensive. So you start adding all that stuff into this, and now we're getting way past. Like, forget paying for private school. Take that number out. Don't think about it. You just do sports, private sports, not just raising your kid, but giving your kid these opportunities, and now your price has skyrocketed even more. But what does that mean for us as physicians? Well, first, we got to recognize that because we got a lot of families out there, me being a pediatrician, obviously, that can never afford that, which I think is a problem, right? It's great that my kid has these opportunities, but my kid a lot of time only has these, has these opportunities because I'm able to pay for it. A lot of families I take care of, there's no way they'd be able to pay for all this stuff. They're not going to pay for private school and pay for all these sports and do all these things. Now I have families that do, which is awesome, and that's great. But I can't help but look at some of these kids and say, gosh, they're missing out. Well, in my mind, they're missing out, right? Here's a problem. I'm starting to take these opportunities that I think my child needs to have and pushing it on to other people's kids, right? I need to watch that. Because do our kids need this? Do our kids need to have these crazy expensive select sports and crazy expensive school options and things like that? Probably not. I mean, I grew up in public schools. I grew up shopping at Hills, which was basically modern day, I don't know, you want to call it Walmart or something like that back in Morgantown, West Virginia. Hills does not exist anymore. But I very much remember my clothes were not top of the line. And that was fine. I didn't care. Yeah, I played sports, but we never had select sports, at least until high school. And even then, yeah, we traveled sometimes, but it wasn't like crazy. So I look back and I can't help but look back at my childhood and how things turned out for most of us, not having all these costly things and where we are now and saying, gosh, okay, in our minds, we feel this need to spend this money on our kids to give them this quote unquote experience of life that we didn't have or think that it's going to make them better for it. But they they truly really need it. I mean, think about it. You think about a lot of the mental health in our kids when it comes to things like anxiety and those types of topics. I mean, sports plays a huge role in that. Select sports, kids wanting to be the best, kids who used to be the best who aren't the best anymore. You know, they get to high school and now they're no longer starters because all the kids caught up to them in terms of physical prowess and that kind of stuff. You know, that's a huge topic. And where does that stem from? This idea that we have to pay all this money for select sports. You look at schools and kids who go to private school versus public. Do private schools give your kids a leg up? I mean, maybe to get into another private school and then into another more expensive school. And in the end, you have a piece of paper that has a fancy school name on it. But I know just as many doctors who went to well-known schools as I do to schools that you may not be able to pick out on a map. And they're all good doctors, right? And they're all good people. So in the end, the question is, are you doing this for prestige? Are you doing it because you think it's going to give them a leg up in the world? Or are you doing it because everybody else is doing it? And so when I talk about this cost of our children, yeah, this article jumped out at me, 300 and something thousand dollars. Because then I look at my kids and I say, gosh, guys, I'm going to be spending over half a million dollars on you for your lifetime up until you get out of high school. Now, that's not counting what I may or may not help for college or anything else. 
But I'd look at that and say, that's a lot of money I could have saved. Should I have done this? No, I would never question that. But people are. That's why you see such a huge, well, I wouldn't say huge, but you see this topic of the younger generations waiting to have kids because of the cost of having a kid. You know, number one, it's hard enough to have a decent lifestyle on a solo or a couple salary where both people are working without kids. And then you throw kids in and obviously the cost totally affects that. It affects where you live because you need more bedrooms. It affects how much food you buy. It affects your clothes. It affects how much heat and water and all that stuff you use. So just your basic lifely needs, the cost goes up. And then you start throwing in all the activities, events, going to the zoo, going to other places, and how do you spend your money on that? So it's not surprising that that's a big topic in the younger generations. And some of those people are going to wait till they're older to have kids, which is fine. But the cost is only going to get higher. I mean, it's not like inflation just stops. And at the same time, you wait till you're older to have kids may increase your risk for having a kid with health problems may increase your risk for your kids having a genetic component to when they're born that affects their health. Now that cost has gone up. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen to everybody, obviously, but we know that in health and in medicine, the longer you wait, the higher risk that is. So I think it's important to look at it from the physician side and say, okay, what am I doing with my kids when it comes to the cost of raising them? Do I really need to be doing all of this? Now, I'm sitting here saying this, and I'm not trying to tell you don't let your kids have these experiences like sports and things like that, but I absolutely think we overdo it so many times in terms of what we try to get our kids involved in and what we do. But I definitely think it's important to look at that and say, okay, what is it I'm doing for my kid that has a cost involved? Does it make sense? Am I doing this for them or am I doing it for me? Or am I doing it on some perceived notion that it should do better for them, but I actually don't know if it's going to at all, and I just did it because Tommy down the street does it too. You know, those are the questions we have to ask ourselves as parents. You know, what am I doing for my kids, and what type of opportunity am I trying to give to them? And from a cost perspective, does it make sense? In the long run, does that experience make sense? And in some cases, you'll say yes. And you'll say, absolutely, yes, this makes sense. But in some cases, you won't. And you might say, hey, you know what? Maybe we back off of this. Maybe we take this season off of this sport or take this season off or these six months off of, I don't know, piano lessons or dance or whatever it is. Maybe we don't get a membership at the zoo this year. Maybe we don't do these things because we only go twice a year anyways. Those are all possibilities. Those might be things that you decide not to do. But you should look at it. You should check it out and talk about it and have those conversations. Because I know for us, the month of August, swimming was on hold. But we are now a swim family, like I mentioned. And when September rolls around and it's after Labor Day when the show comes out, swimming is going to be right back into the swing of things. And what does that mean? Multiple practices a week, swim meets coming up, those types of things. Now, my boys love swimming. So that's not something I would take away from them. But then I got to look and see, okay, what are the other things we're doing? What are the other experiences or things that we're paying for? Does it make sense to keep doing that? Because 
our kids do like to swim and do the swim teams and things like that. So it doesn't make sense for them to also be doing another sport or another activity that could be affecting that. And so you kind of have to have those conversations. Now, at the same time, you also don't want to just commit your kid at a young age to one activity and define that their life around that. So it's, it's definitely a balance. And, you know, at some point, maybe for our kids with swimming, we have to say, hey, we're going to take this season off and do a totally different activity and sport. Because that's what I used to do as a kid. You know, I didn't play year-round activities until I got close to high school. So maybe we're doing it wrong still. That's a possibility. But think about that. Think about that topic. Think about the, the topic of the cost to raise your child. Number one, recognize that just as a physician, if you are a physician out there, you already got a leg up on the cost in terms of being able to cover that. You should be able to cover that. But what are you doing extra to make it more? And is it too much more? And how can you adjust that? Because just recognizing that is important. And recognizing the ability your child has compared to probably some of your patients and most of your patients have for their kids. And just kind of ask yourself what you think about that. Because I ask myself that a lot when I see my patients and their families coming in. I 100% ask those questions to myself. Every time I ask how their summer went, ask them what they're doing for activities, and I get a wide range of answers on that. And I have to recognize that those answers probably play a huge role on their financial decisions, but also their financial lives and what they're able to spend money on absolutely affects what they can do. So... I also have to make sure I'm not comparing. I have to make sure that if someone says, oh, no, we didn't take a vacation this summer, I don't say, oh, that's too bad, or that stinks, what a bad summer. Obviously, I'd never say that, but those are the things you have to watch because what if they can't afford it? What if they can't afford sports this year? What if they can't afford their 16-year-old to have a car now? You know, you don't want to go down those topics too harshly or too quickly without maybe looking at things first and saying, okay, I understand what the cost is for a kid, and I understand people can't always afford everything with that. And yes, I am a physician. I make a higher salary, and so that cost to raise a child is higher for me than most people because I'm adding these extras in. And I need to make sure I remember that for these people. That's not them. Don't compare. Don't do that. And at the same time, as I'm trying not to compare them, I have to ask myself, am I doing too much? So... I apologize. I'm rambling on this topic. It's just, it's, you know, the idea of spending money on our kids is such a hot topic, depending on who you talk to, because everybody's going to say, spend, these are life experiences. They'll never get it back, all these things. But we also have to raise kids who can learn to live frugally if they need to learn to live without if they have to. And it's such a balance at these younger ages. So if you can't tell, I'm struggling with this topic still. I'm still struggling with these ideas and how to manage it, you know, in our family and how to bring these topics up and not make it feel like my kids are missing out on something, but at the same time, not make it feel like they always have to be a part of something too. So I'm going to keep working on this. I'll keep you updated if I come up with any more ideas, but definitely think about it. That article just very much triggered these thoughts in my head about the cost of raising a child and looking at the numbers and hopefully it triggered some thoughts on you too. If it did and you want to talk about it, send me an email. I'm at imperfectdadmd at gmail.com. Otherwise, I hope you're staying healthy, staying safe, remember to embrace those imperfections, and we'll see you next time. My dad, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, 
is a pediatrician, father, and husband. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and is for your education and entertainment only.